I already did a little intro, so. I like how when when you do the intro beforehand, it's like, this week we'll be talking about <laughs> the Monday you know episode. You know what? Sometimes it is if if the kids are home and I have my headphones on, I'm like, this week. It's like all ASMR. And yeah. Then- and then the show starts and it's like, hey, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> That's uh, some contrast right there, Lisa. (laughs) In other words, I know how to rein it in when I want to. (laughs) You know, when I'm talking to you, I just have no control (laughs) over my levels and my voice. They say you you should podcast like no one's listening. And I think we we achieve that on a weekly basis. That is for sure. (laughs) This week on the Best Friends Fancast, we will talk about the Monday episode. David Burka is living a more authentic life. And the Thursday episode, Canada calls in, Allison is wrong, Daniel comes undone. And I can't believe that one of my favorite bands sings this very song. Now on with the show. There's a province up in Canada that's right next door to ours. It's called Saskatchewan. And uh, in that province is a small town uh, where nothing much ever happens called Saskatoon. About that town, just go running back to Saskatoon. I've been hanging around gas stations. I've been learning about tires. I've been talking to grease monkeys. I've been working on cars. Who's just a Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. How the fuck are you, little Rafi? Did you like uh, lay, uh, AKAs for Lays? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed your solo episode quite a bit. Uh, and for anyone wondering, we have resolved our contract dispute. <laughs> and uh, so I'm back on the show now. <laughs> You remember when you asked me what's going to happen when this, like, if the show ever ends, like, what's going to happen? And I said, I think it'll just be like Menudo. (laughs) Yeah. It'll never end. It'll just continuously be passed on to somebody else. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, speaking of my solo episode, let's do call outs before we do shout outs. Do you have any call outs? No. Okay. I like to call out myself for starters (laughs) because my solo episode, my God, man, talk about talking as if no one's listening. I, the main thing is, is the, my use of uh, the word motherfucker when I'm saying happy Mother's Day. First, I say motherfucker, then I double down with a second one and I didn't edit it out. (laughs) I went in for the motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, I feel a little bit, uh, I don't know. I didn't feel great about myself, but you know what? It's me. So that's authentic. I quite enjoyed your solo episode. (laughs) I chuckled uh, several times. And shout out to all the motherfuckers. They're the best. I think maybe you should do a solo episode once and see how that rolls. I'd be I'd be interested to hear that. Uh, you would be the only one who listened. <laughs> I feel like it's very... Is it self-aggrand? I don't know what it is. Whatever it was, we we ran out of time to have anybody on and I needed to get an episode out. So whatever. It's, it's out there. Also, I'm calling out one Dr. Jen and one Lil Rafi. That's right. Because oh here's the thing. Here's the thing. On June 7th, I had no idea this Allie Ward thing was going on. Dr. Jen texts me, hey, this thing's going on. I'm going. You should go. Okay. I'm putting it on my calendar. I'm getting a sitter. Little Rafi says, I think I'm going to fucking be there. I was like, this is going to be awesome. So great. And then you guys fucking both bailed. <laughs> First of all. So now what am I going to do? Go by my fucking self. <laughs> I said I was going to try. Mm-hmm. And then second of all. Mm-hmm. Um, I bailed before Jen, so be mad at her. She abandoned you. Yeah, this is more leaning towards her. <laughs> she has an obligation with her kids' school. It's not her fault, but still, calling you both out. Um, I almost might not even go. <laughs> is well, that I shitty? Mean, I mean, like, Ray Morgan can't go because he planned a bunch of stuff on that weekend. I know he tries to blame us, but I think it's him. I think he finds out and he's like, I'm going to schedule stuff so I can't go. And then I don't know if Megan's going. I haven't heard. For, I haven't heard from anybody else if they're going. Scott Marquez, are you going? I don't know. Z Mary Jane, are you going? I'd like to know because if nobody's going, 
I don't know. I was going to get a hotel. I was going to make it a whole thing, but I'm not going to go solo in it there. I mean, as long as you have the sitter, I feel like you should uh, take advantage. Go see Allie Ward. It'll still be a great time. I and totally try want to get to. her on this show. Okay, that's actually valid point. Maybe what I'll do, because something just came up that I need to do the day after. So maybe I'll just switch the sitter and I'll just take my kids. Because I think I think Z Mary Jane wants to bring her kids. So maybe I'll just take the kids there and just not drink. <laughs> oh, wait, I wasn't going to drink anyway because I'd be driving. But driving all the way out to L.A. on a Friday. Oh, my God. Anyway, it sounds like a lot of fun, actually. So if anybody's going, let me know. <laughs> if you uh, if you happen to meet Allie Ward, make sure you give her my phone number because I have some very important things to discuss Dick with her. Picks. <laughs> um, and I'm going to start wearing tight short shorts uh, <laughs> in preparation. You need to get some V-neck t-shirts and really stupid hair. <laughs> You're going to have to... Done pick- and done. <laughs> okay. All right. How about some shout outs? Do you have any shout outs? Because I have a whole fucking buttload. My God, I'm really like the Fs. I need to dial it back. Uh, I sure do. I'll go first because I'll be quick. First and foremostly, shout out to the one and only Lisa. Uh, I don't know your middle name, even though I'm sure you've told me. Why Lowry. would I have told you? <laughs> it's Anne, but that's okay. Did you say Annie? Anne. Not Annie. Oh, my it's God. If it was Annie, Le- I would never tell you that. <laughs> Lisa Ann Lowry. Oh, it's Lisa Ann Says originally, but yes. Lisa Ann Lowry. Huh. My mom's name is Ann. Okay. Calm down. Land. I just said Lan. (laughs) (laughs) I I meant to say Lal. (laughs) Or your initial. (laughs) Fucking. Or you know, but, or law. Before I mean. the before the show, we were just chatting, and it was very normal. And I don't know if it's the henny and coke or the sleep deprivation, but all of a sudden, I'm fucking loopy. <laughs> uh, so I'm just gonna end my time right there. Pretend like I'm being played off at the Oscars. Uh, do you have any shout outs? That Lisa was your Ann shout out. You're shouting me out. <laughs> yes, that was it. Oh well, that's nice. I don't know why, but I appreciate it. But we got to the bottom of my name. Be- because you did a solo oh. episode. And uh, so I notified you ahead of time that people don't like hearing me on here. So you should have a guest. And the <laughs> dynamic is better. It changes things. You know, we keep our listeners, our three, all three of them on their toes. Yes. And then so I was like, she's got this. It'll be fine. And, <laughs> and then I it was, was just me like, by myself. I, I get a day off. Right. And then it turns out you did it by yourself. And then I felt bad because <laughs> I was oh, like, well, no. I mean, I was at home at the time, so I could have joined you. But anyway, it was uh, a quickie. Shout it- outs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout outs. OK. Shout out to Brittany. She's going to be here in August for uh, her for a wedding. I'm so excited I get to see her. She's going to a wedding where Laura Dern will be attending. I mean, uh, yeah. And you are going to try to crash this wedding. I already told I already sent her a picture <laughs> <laughs> of what I think she should wear to the wedding. And that is it's from I Love Lucy. It's Lucy and Ethel dressing as a horse. <laughs> I said, I'll be happy to be the ass in this uh, equation just to get into this wedding. <laughs> I'll, I'd be the ass anyway. Uh, also, shout out to uh, my cat Pepsi's birthday is today, which also means that it's Wendy's birthday today because they share a birthday. So shout out to both of them. They're both five. Also to Dr. Jen, to Lauren Kelly, to Trice. Always nice feedback on the shows. And to, I have a whole bunch from SoundCloud. Jen Stark, Benny May- Betty Maynard, Mr. Colomo ETS 1985. I'm changing it up because I don't know how to pronounce it. Margaret Seaton, Christy Doyle, Regina Belcher, Eleanor Ross, Jasmine Mosley, Michelle Smith, Stephanie Pringle, Tim Ortez, user 8115440, which could be Dr. Jen. Uh, also from Twitter, Paul Teal, Ray-, Ray Morgan, Jay Inslee, and one Allison Rosen. She liked the tweet that I sent out about the episode from last week. And I was like, Oh shit, she never likes the show. Uh, she listened to it. I hope she wasn't offended. It's constructive criticism. I love, obviously, we love Allison. 
And that's all my shout outs. Yes. Also, yeah, I forgot to give a shout out to wonderful listener Trice, I believe is how she described him. That's right. Damn it. I wanted to get that drop. And then uh, also shout out to superfan Megan. I know I just mentioned your name earlier, but still, are you going to LA? I need to know, Maggie Poo. All right. Shall we talk about Monday? Jess. All right. David Burka. He wrote a book, Life is a Party. I, this, I loved everything about this. I don't know if the show was slow because I know there were some people that maybe didn't like it or maybe it was too slow for them, but I listened to it at one and a half speed, so it didn't seem slow to me. But I, I want to be adopted by him and his husband. I want to live in their house. I want to come to these parties. This sounds amazing. I, this is exactly like this is the party that I want to, the kind of parties I want to throw. But I just, I love entertaining so much. I love having people over. I love the decorating and the planning and the cooking. And like, I love everything about it. But his is like many, many more levels above mine. But, and the book just sounds. I, I don't know if I'll buy the book, but I definitely like to flip through it. Uh, maybe I'll buy the book. That's actually, that would be nice of me, wouldn't it? But he says, and Allison even said that it was sort of a different type of cookbook. And he said, yeah, it tells a story and you kind of get to see the parties in effect. And I, I don't know. I sounds uh, right up my alley. What'd you think about Mr. David? So uh, about some people not liking it, when I first listened, I did listen at regular speed and it was, I wouldn't say slow, but there was something weird about it to me, but it kind of picked up as it went on. I feel like maybe he was a bit uptight at first. I don't know. But Mm. then on the re-listen today, I listened at one and a quarter maybe, and it, it felt a lot smoother. And then me and Megan were recently talking about power couples Ooh. and I, I don't think, uh, I don't think of like a power couple as like just like rich people. I think of like a power couple as like a couple that like bring their own strengths to the relationship and together they're like even more powerful. They're like some kind of, what is that robot <laughs> that combines with another robot and then it's like a bigger more powerful robot that thing that sounds like uh, something i would know (laughs) (laughs) so no i agreed with that with that analogy that like they're two strong people two amazing people that bring like this force and together they're like the stronger force of a couple i totally get that i see that with them for sure right so i was i was thinking that David and Neil Patrick Harris were like that. I think of obviously Jay-Z and Beyonce. <laughs> and then I think of, uh, how dare you laugh at that? Sorry. I just got a also, bug in my mouth. Don't worry about it. Oh, boy. <laughs> and also, oh, my God, is it the beehive at work? <laughs> Not the beehive you're thinking of, Lisa. <laughs> I'm talking about if you chuckle at Jay-Z and Beyonce, next thing you know, there's bee emojis under all your posts on Twitter and Instagram. Beehive has uh, their minions everywhere. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> and then I also think of uh, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. And when he was talking about these parties that they would throw, I imagined like, you know, everyone's like dressed in like cocktail attire. And then, you know, someone's just tickling the ivories over there on the piano. And then it's just a good time. So I don't know. This was very uh, he's he's living the life that we all want to live. But uh, none of us do. Agreed. I think the the whole thing with his mom's death that the way he told that story well maybe it also because i had it one and a half speed it was sort of matter of fact and maybe it's just painful but it sounds like he got so much positive from her when she was alive and after she died and i think that i don't know he just seems like a superhuman being (laughs) but the the whole thing where his mom even though she was busy and whatever she still took the time to make memories and that's always been something my mom did for us and that's something that I've done for my kids is just making life a celebration more than drudgery (laughs) the drudgery that it is but you know just doing like little things like that and I think I know I've repeated all the things that my mom did for us for holidays and stuff like that it sounds like his mom did that for him and it's he's taken it to another level which you know with writing a book and making it I mean, his kids sound so lucky (laughs) and they're actually, I feel like they're just living life. Like they're trying different foods and they're traveling and they're, it just seems like they're just surrounded, but they're just like, uh, 
like I said, they're superhumans. Uh-huh. Agreed. One of the things that he was talking about a recipes, recipes for was Thanksgiving leftover recipes. And I've always tried to figure out what the hell to do with everything. I know you could just make sandwiches or whatever. I, I think I usually just leave... Since we have it with the neighbors, I just usually leave all the food there. I don't really want any of it. But when I do end up with a bunch of it from like my, my husband's parents' house, I guess I could say my in-laws... I one year made just like a casserole, like a layers of everything, like a Thanksgiving casserole. And that was pretty good. But I'd like to I'd like to check out what he has to say about stuff like these mashed potato biscuits sound amazing. I don't know. I, maybe I just need to buy this book. Uh, as someone that does not really celebrate Thanksgiving, um, I'm not going to buy this book. You don't like food and friends and family. Well, I OK, here's the thing. I love me some food Mm -hmm. and I've only bought one cookbook ever and it was a gift. And of course, it was the Gorilla Tacos book because I was so wowed by the taco truck. And now they have a brick and mortar shop somewhere downtown and there's no fucking way I'm ever going to drive all the way over there (laughs) when I'm in L.A. So I guess I'll never have it again. But this does not strike me as the kind of cookbook that I would buy for myself. True. Although am, you I, bring, you bring, um, fuck, what's that dessert you always bring? Tiramisu. <laughs> you are a tiramisu bringer to football part, like Super Bowl and stuff like that. I feel like this could be, I mean, this could be in your veins. I don't know. Maybe. Well, first of all, I made the tiramisu because I was going to take it, but then I was like, this is too good. I'm keeping it for myself. Okay. Well, it originally it was like that was the practice one and it was so good. And then I was like, I should make a second one for the party. But I was like, it was way too much work. And also, I'm not hoity-toity in the way mm. that this book seems uh, okay. to go. I guess like, like tiramisu makes it sound like you are, but you're not. That was just a fluke. Yeah, like my thing would be like I want someone I I think I tweeted about this years ago for a Super Bowl. It's like does someone have a recipe where I could make some henny wings cuz that's more <laughs> up my alley. What you should do, I just came up with it. Did you find something? Cuz you can make henny sauce, like a henny dipping sauce for some wings or a glaze. Yeah, that's essentially what I need and then I'll just slather wings in it. But that, no, do you, you do should you do have a henny one, and Lisa? coke? Just reduce Henny and Coke down to like a glaze. There you go. I'm not going to, not the Coke, just, you just want me to like boil a bottle of Hennessy and like. <laughs> well, here's What's the thing. The Coke will make it like syrupy, kind of like a glaze, and it'll be sweet, which you'll get like the sweet and the say. Okay. Anyway, I'll come up with something. <laughs> God. Why don't you make, okay, why don't you make a Hennessy tiramisu? Like a trace oh leche my- cake with Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could just look up. Uh, I texted you and Jen the picture of the tres leches and white rum ice cream from Hagen Dazs that I say that again. I had it was Hagen Dazs tres leches with white rum ice cream. So it wasn't and, pu- so it wasn't pumpkin pie. Sorry, no. Uh, go ahead. I don't know what that means. I know. So keep on moving. <laughs> keep on trekking. And I guess I could just make like that but with hennessy instead of white rum that could be something it's interchangeable it's too much work it's too much work Mm. do you like bread pudding do you like i mean it's fine oh well okay well all right well maybe we'll talk about this another time uh so allison did the how dare you segment with david and he said he was a nine and when she asked a question about sex in public and he said yes she pressed him on the subject when he didn't want to open up you know because if you say you're a nine you got it you know and i i applaud her for that also i think she needs to get some new questions not just because uh she needs some actual like how dare you questions which i am starting to come up with a list <laughs> also just because she just has some of the same ones so people need to send some how dare you's into maybe patreon or something send some suggestions into her because she i think she needs some more suggestions so oh my god let me say suggestions one more time uh, this is a uh, solo are show. Gonna, <laughs> oh. <laughs> are are you going to suggest that we send in suggestions via the anonymous JMO form? No, I think through Patreon. Oh, am I going to say that separately? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because uh I well, we'll get to this yeah, later, we'll, but I have many thoughts good. on anonymous JMOs. I do too. I have 
pretty much one, but yeah, I have I have a thought. Uh, anything else for Monday before we go on to Thursday? Yes. Good. I did not enjoy the fact that his publicist was in the room. How did uh, I miss when that? I, the first time I listened, they were talking about him getting sexually oh, something going on right. with some guy that was older. And... Um, unauthorized uh penetrating which i'm like you can just say i was you know you were raped i i don't think it went that far did it oh i thought he said well he said he was molested and it was forced so i figured that's rape oh dear i don't know i don't want to i I don't like to dilly dally around that where you might as well just say what it is but i didn't realize that the person was in the room well i i don't remember that part but i i remember there was something going on with someone that was older and they said he said like oh we've certainly gotten far from this book or something like that and then in the background the guys the publicist said something and so on the second listen i went back and i turned the fucking volume way up and i heard him say we certainly have but i thought he was i thought he was telling them to get back onto the book which made me angry at him but when i heard what he actually said i was like oh it wasn't that bad but I just don't like the uh, who was there was a that one comedian who was yes. famous from Pandora. He said that his people were there, but they were like tuned out or just like they they just trusted him to do the interview. I don't like this uh, fucking Handler. bullshit where you're yeah like where the fucking publicist is there like cracking the whip on yeah, what no. you can and can't say. That's fucking lame. You know, I was listening uh, to it t- so fast that I did hear someone talk, and Allison said mentioned like commented on it. I assumed that it was Tony. I didn't even think about. I didn't go back and listen. Yeah, no, I wish Tony was there. Yeah, and, where the fuck uh, was maybe... Tony this this time? Anyway, maybe they were. Yeah, I feel hmm. like he there. There have been like a few where he hasn't said anything, and I think that's he's just unavailable for those. I mean, he's still out there playing gigs and whatnot. That's so true. Who knows? Uh, that was all for Monday. All right. Well, let's talk about Thursday then. All right. Okay. Uh, before we talk about which carb we were, I wanted to talk about Daniel's intro. I enjoy his intros. There was one week. Let's see. Hold on. Got to go back. Was it two weeks ago? Really low energy on his intro two weeks ago. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Uh, But this intro was quite good. But I just have to mention Jeff's Newberries. I quite enjoyed that term. And the fact that we get to learn that Renee and Eric are on. I, I just, I don't know. I like the whole thing. Daniel does a bang-up job, even though he's very tired. Uh, I just want to address the fact that your pages sound so crinkly. Like, <laughs> this is not like We're talking ASMR. about my notebook still, right? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like uh, some <laughs> like, old fucking <laughs> book that's just, it's like... <laughs> like some ancient scrolls. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, it is the notebook that Dr. Jen gave to me. Uh, so you can crinkle on her. But uh, yeah, I guess I'm just extra crinkly. <laughs> okay. It's like it's like if you like when you like ball up a piece of paper and you like throw it in the trash and like you dig it out and you try to smooth it out. That's what it <laughs> sounds like. <laughs> By the way, my daughter got... Um, She's obsessed with ASMR. She'll eat dinner or whatever and sit and watch other people eating. It's disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. I remember her... I feel like she like banged something on accident and and she said ASMR or something like that. (laughs) ASMR car edition or like ASMR school edition. And she just got acrylic nails on again. So she's always like tapping her nails and I'm just like, ah, I am the opposite effect with ASMR. Like it makes me want to throw up and like scratch my eyes out. But I think there are certain things that I do like that I didn't realize, like, like when teachers would be in front of the class and like they would be holding the paper and they would be like kind of passing them out i think i liked that but other than that i can't uh, like he she said so much as a girl that you only see her mouth eating chips and burritos and stuff it's like gross (laughs) i've watched a similar video but it was not a real burrito (laughs) (laughs) well i was gonna say something but i definitely held myself back speaking of that i didn't shout out toby (laughs) shout out toby Okay, 
We were her little, well, we'll be talking about Toby later. Uh, we were her little garlic bread braids sent in. She said Johanna. I thought Johanna Jovel, she sent it on, on Patreon. I think she, that's her first carb. Good for her. Garlic bread braids. I'm into that. I'm into hair braids. Oh my God. Hey. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> let's go back to your video watching. Uh, show of hands. When you heard the term lollipop etiquette, did you think of something else? Mm, I had a few guys no. teach me some lollipop etiquette. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry, but what? I really uh, thought it was going in a different direction, but. <laughs> I, I bet I bet you did. I must be the only one. Just me or everyone. Okay, that'll be my first JMO confessional. <laughs> Sorry, I needed some coffee. Okay, speaking of coffee, Daniel's caffeine fake energy regimen was nuts. <laughs> How is he functioning and not functioning on this? You know what it's like? I feel like I just, I'm just i just coming up with this right now on the spot. Mm. So if it's a stupid analogy, uh, you know why. It's like octane booster. Like you throw some in the tank and it, you know, it'll clean your injectors supposedly or whatever the fuck but if your gas tank is empty then it's not doing shit ah, so that's a great like, analogy he's like pouring caffeine onto his sleep deprivation and expecting it to like be a miracle cure but what he needs to do is sleep so i've been there like i've been exhausted and i'm like <laughs> i can just power through with three red bulls and a cup of fucking espresso and then next thing oh. you know i feel like shit and i have a headache and i'm more tired than ever that's not how it works daniel no i think just get some sleep take a breather from the show <laughs> i want to suggest it to him but i i think it'll come off he might take it the wrong way i want to be like you don't have to be there for the love of god get some rest just I mean, when you have children, and especially now that they have two, yeah. like, you you got to tag team it. Like, you can't have two people that are fucking exhausted all the time because then both of you are, like, not firing at your full capacity. But at least if one of them is, like, you know, at least getting some rest, then you're trying to even it out a bit. So he needs to skip a few weeks, much like I did last week. Yeah, I'm all about a good tag team. So I think you're, I, I don't know how to suggest it to Allison, to anybody, to, to either of them. I love him being on the show, but obviously it's, I mean, even towards the end of the show where it's like, oh my God, he couldn't even follow the conversation. <laughs> the natural progression of the conversation was if he, I think if he would have felt, had some sleep, he would have been able to follow what she was saying. And I think trying to stay awake for the show yeah he could take a breather just you know like wait until you're wait until owen is like six months old it'll be different you just need to get some sleep and and then come back so are you yawning right now <laughs> i actually did yawn um <laughs> yeah but i've been up since six thirty p.m yesterday and it's ten forty-seven now so oh anyway gosh. um what was i oh yeah here's how we suggest it anonymous okay. jmo form this ah. is the answer to everything. We can uh, send in our criticisms now. <laughs> and uh, there's no way for it to be tracked back to us. But also, yeah, when this show was all over the place, because when I first listened to it, again, I listened at one time speed. And I, it was frustrating how Allison is also all over the mm -hmm. place lately. Yeah. And I always feel bad about criticizing her, especially on this show. In private, that's different. But... On this show, like, I'm afraid she could hear it and take it the wrong way. But it, she's lately, I feel like the shows have not been that good. And she is, especially in this episode, she was like all over the place at the beginning. And it's frustrating for me because I'm like, like, uh, think of Jordan Jesse Go. Like, it's a chat show where it's not like scripted. They don't even have segments, I don't think, really, other than the phone call thing where some kind of accomplishments but it's like them just chatting which is what this show should be but then she's right. like going off about I, I can't remember what she started talking about and then there's like thumb holes and then <laughs> i'm just like can you stick to one thought for a bit yes like it was so scatterbrained and 
it it was difficult to listen to but fortunately it picked up towards the middle and the end yes i agree it was actually a really fun episode but it definitely is she's a little scattered lately which i get you're doing two shows plus plus i don't even know how much work goes into her monday show because she has to read books before these people are there she has to do so much stuff and then you're sleep sleep deprived and you have two young kids then you have a husband that is kind of throwing off the dynamic a tiny bit so i think it throws her even more when she's trying to get him back into it where maybe if you're too tired to be on just don't even speak up let uh renee who's got plenty of energy and eric who's got great energy just let them talk <laughs> agreed i don't know i think i might have a crush on eric <laughs> big surprise <laughs> i know i feel like i'm someone that doesn't have crushes on people until i'm like oh but then i have a crush on this one and then this person i don't i anyway <laughs> so then they talked about the itunes comment where someone some moron <laughs> i figured this is going to backfire on her at some point but if you're a fan of the show, why would you ever think leaving one star is a smart idea? I mean, maybe you do it to get it read and then you can change it because you can change it quickly and easily. But what do you think about this? Okay. Was it you? <laughs> I have many thoughts. So I feel also like I'm pretty fucking scatterbrained right now. So I apologize to the listeners. And uh, it really is the pot calling the kettle. Uh, but I burnt. think that's our show. We're pretty scattered. <laughs> true okay so this part i never considered that the bad reviews were all one stars i i know all the good ones were fives because that's what she's asking for but i guess the one star reviews would be the most humorous because the extremes uh, are gonna have like the most passion put into the review i guess but I think she should read like two, three, and four star reviews every now and then. But one thing I will say I really did not enjoy about this part. I've I've never enjoyed school, Lisa, believe it or not. <laughs> and when she said that, you know, we can all blame this one listener. This is why we're not getting the segment today. Mm-hmm, it was like mm-hmm. it was like when the some kid did something and then well, that's it. We're not going outside for the rest of class now. We're all going to sit here with our heads down on our desk and you can blame this kid. It's like she she was like, that's what it reminded me of, like a teacher like punishing us. And I did not like that at all. I didn't even think about that part of it, that side of it, that we're missing out on it because it was one moron. This happens to my kids all the fucking time because my kids are good kids at school and they do everything they're asked to do. They're rule followers. One person will ruin it. And they're like, so now we don't get to do... We all get punished because of this one person. And I'm like, that's fucked. And I, by the way, I did not say that directly to my kids. But in my head, I'm like, that's fucked. And I say, well, that's not a very good way of teaching your kids. Because now you're teaching them, just go ahead and fuck up. Because you're going to get punished anyway. <laughs> it's not a good message to send. <laughs> yeah, it's... I, I don't... I mean, I'm not, maybe we should ask Whitney about this because she teaches in school, but she teaches in school. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you don't like school. That is clear. Oh yeah, we should ask Whitney because I don't understand the rationale that the teacher had. Like, are they trying to get this kid like fucking beat up in the hallway? Like, <laughs> what's going on here? Like, wh- what is the end goal? Like, the kid is still going to be a piece of shit. So just punish the one kid. Right. I don't understand it. It makes no, it's lazy to me and maybe if i mean i don't want to insult if whitney does do this i don't want to insult her because maybe there's a reasoning behind it but to me i feel like it's it's and parents do that too you know parents will say okay now we're not doing it because it's the one kid is doing something it's like well that's kind of (laughs) crappy it's kind of lazy it's like well you're just gonna have to punish the one kid it takes at you know you have to burn more calories punish one and the other kids still get to do what they're they were promised they were going to do it. But yeah, it happens all the time where I'm just like, oh, cool. That sucks. <laughs> well, okay. I will say for sure Whitney would never do this because I'm sure she's a great teacher. And second of all, I just had another thought that contradicts everything I just said. You know where this would work is in the military where they're like, you know, this fucking the lazy guy can't do the 20 push-ups, So now you're all going to run two miles or whatever. That is... It works then because it makes that fucking weak guy either step up or quit 
and Agreed. we don't need we don't need fucking guys in the military who are you know half assing it yeah that's true we need I fucking skilled murderers true i suppose we're the on troops. our side i think a teacher's point of view the only thing i could think of is they think that it's going like the kids are going to maybe be the teachers and make it like the bad kids going to say oh i don't want to look like the asshole so i'm going to change my ways which they're not and they think that the good kids are going to be the ones to step in and be like hey dude get your shit together because we're all like getting punished for this they're not going to do that my kids aren't going to do that they're just gonna be like, cool i just got punished for not, for doing the right thing <laughs> awesome word to spike lee yeah <laughs> um okay so this next part of the show is like my new favorite segment it's canada teaches america and i fucking love it so canadian listeners called in to tell allison how to pronounce certain words that she was mispronouncing from last week and number one we got to hear toby call in which i was like awesome i thought we were going to hear all of our canadian friends the other two that i know but there's so many more canadian listeners i didn't even know we're out there and i think we need to have like a canadian episode and get all of them on <laughs> for sure i thought the same thing uh we definitely need ariana bisky on hansy and mika where you at obviously we need them to chime in on saskatchewan pronunciation oh my gosh <laughs> uh that is not how i say it by the way okay um, we're gonna get into that in a second but oh also uh, anyone who wants to call in and leave their uh, pronunciation, the number is 1-800-223-9797. Uh, Lisa, how do you pronounce that place? Well, after the show, I pronounce it differently. <laughs> Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Yeah. Before, uh, it would have been Saskatchewan. <laughs> so, okay. So, I think, was it Ariana Bisky or maybe it was someone else who said, well, how many times have you heard nevada in colorado pronounced right. or whatever and i still and say no- nevada i don't say nevada because i say think it sounds like a valley girl say the state that i live in colorado i say what it that way she as say? well colorado what did she say differently i have no idea but some people <laughs> colorado <laughs> some people say colorado Oof. Ooh, but i kind of like that's kind of rad <laughs> <laughs> see i knew you would like that for the radness but i don't so I say Nevada, but that's incorrect. Yeah. And I say Colorado, which I think is more correct. And then this got me thinking about how there's New Mexico and California and right. Texas. And you know what? I'm going to start yelling at people to get out of my country. Oh. Uh, are you speaking for the Native Americans? Who are we talking about? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so, so anyway, <laughs> I pronounce it. I would have said Saskatchewan, okay. but now I would say Saskatchewan. <laughs> Wait, okay. You need to say it a couple of times because I'm all up in my head about it now. S- yeah. It, Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. You, Saskatchewan. You have to put it into a sentence, Lisa. So okay. I visited to- to- Toby. Toby. <laughs> I, 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 almost, I almost said Tony. <laughs> Honky Tony. <laughs> I visited Tony in Manitoba, <laughs> and then I headed on over to Saskatchewan. That doesn't sound right. No. Uh, yeah, Saskatchewan I, I, I can't is do next it. To, uh, Saskatchewan is next to Saskatoon, actually, but whatever. So, I was just trying to use it in a sentence. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult because so I've tried to change my pronunciation of Toronto to Toronto instead okay. of Toronto. Uh, I try to say Quebec instead right. of Quebec. See, I said Quebec. My friend just got married to someone from Quebec, and I and he kept saying Quebec, and I said I think it's Quebec, and he said no. I'm like, maybe I'm wrong. He's just married someone from there. By the way, not a shout out to you, you little disarona on the rocks. <laughs> Sorry, you're not even gonna know what that means. Nobody will. <laughs> oh, and okay. thanks for saying you're there for me. Fuck right off. Okay. Oh boy, not that yeah. guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> so when I was flying to Australia, and mm-hmm. me going to Australia is the new me going to Allison's house. By the way, you um, say Australia funny to me, <laughs> but not in a bad funny way. Like it reminds me of the No Good, Very Bad Day book. The way he says, "I'll just go to Australia." 
you pronounce it like very matter of factly. <laughs> I I don't know what you're referring to, but when I was at the ticket counter, the lady said, uh, "What part of Australia am I going to?" And I said, "Melbourne," because I was still in Los Angeles. Oh. And she goes, "Oh, you're going to Melbourne?" <laughs> and I was like, "You fucking cunt." That's and like then going I was like, to like Prescott, Arizona. You don't say Prescott. <laughs> it's Prescott. So so then I was like, oh shit. I mean, she deals with Australians all the time who are flying back and forth. So she must know what the fuck she's talking about. Say it right so again. Then, that I would never have gotten, gotten that right. So when I was in Australia and people were, when I was not in Melbourne, I was in the other parts People would be like, oh, what are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, I flew, you know, I flew into Melbourne. And then, no, I'm, I would say I flew into Melbourne. <laughs> and then they're like, <laughs> that sounds and dumb. then they, the way they would sell, they, the way they would say it is more like Melbourne. But oh. this broad was having me say it like Melbourne. But it's, so I just started saying either Melbourne or Melbourne. And I always thought it was Melbourne. So, because of the way it's spelled. Yeah, it's uh. What I'm trying to say here is uh, don't go. To none Australia. of us pronounce everything properly, so who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. I mean, look at the cities around here. Los Feliz, like really? <laughs> San Pedro? I mean... <laughs> oh my God, one time at my last... Or not my last job. At a job where I was doing telephone surveys, uh, we were calling people in Marin County, mm. and I said Marin, and this guy got <laughs> so fucking annoyed. He's like, "It's Marin," and then he hung up. And oh, I was like, oh. Or were you trying to sell him a computer? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you want to buy a dozen? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> um, no. This was us doing surveys. We were not selling anything. Oof. I was not a telemarketer. Mm. I was a telephone survey taking motherfucker. Can you say? Can you survey this? <laughs> oh <laughs> boy! All right. So Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. <laughs> I thought it was funny when uh, I I liked Renee trying to speed through it, and yeah. then also. I don't know if Jeff did this on purpose or if he like stopped after he started, but he just went, S-. and I thought that was hilarious. He just, the <laughs> S sound. <laughs> oh, yes. So I-, I love this new segment. We all don't know anything about Canada. So this is something, I mean, when Toby gave me that quiz on Canada, it was great. Was it, it was Toby and Mika, wasn't it? I don't recall. I, I remember know. Toby, and I remember uh, you making a fool of yourself. I thought there were two people in that, like, between Mika and Hansy, and I think it was Mika. Mm. So I think it was Hansy. Oh, maybe it was. Well, shout out to all of you, and my, obviously, my poor memory, and my quiz on Canada was a huge fail. The funniest one when, was when they asked me what In-N-Out was, and I was like, isn't that a sexual thing? <laughs> I said, I said, because here in the U.S., it's a... Uh, it's a hamburger. And Toby died. He's like, of course, it's a hamburger in America. <laughs> uh, and I believe it's a coffee there, which still doesn't make any sense. But anyway, all right. I'd like to learn more learn more about Canada and my Saskatchewan neighbors. Uh, so let's see. Leanne sent in a great... I love that uh, Allison had some questions to go deeper with Eric again to learn more about him, but also took some question, leftover questions from the Patreon bonus episode. And Leanne had a great question about Renee's dad. And I feel like we got a little bit deeper into Renee, which is always good. <laughs> God. Okay. Um, it. But it was a really good question. And I, I feel like... I I think I understand Renee and her personality so much more hearing more about her childhood and her dad and her mom and the dynamic. It's just, it sounds very sad, but it sounds like she's making a good life from it. Okay. Of course, much love to Leanne as always, but I'm looking it up right now. Give me a minute. Okay. I just found the post. Let me go back. Let me go back. Oh, she beat me. Shit. Huh. All right, never mind. Uh, I was going to call out uh, Leanne for asking about her dad after I did, but it turns out she asked first. What I said was, 
I feel like I know a lot about her relationship with her dad, but what about Peggy? What's she like? Amongst some other questions. So uh, shout out to Leanne for me and her being on the same wavelength, at least. And she did beat me, apparently. I love Leanne Ward. We all love Leanne Ward. Yes, shout out to you, Leanne. We all love you. So it was nice to hear Renee's perspective about, and everybody, they kind of weighed in on giving up on changing people and changing the way people, maybe, I don't know. I don't know how they were kind of worrying it, but if people aren't getting you, they might just not get you. You can't try and force it. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of these people are in your family (laughs) and it's like, well, you still have to be in a family with them, but it doesn't mean you have to try and force them to understand your point of view all the time or the way that Allison says she feels like a teenage child when she's around her dad, that whole dynamic. It's like to get to that adult, it's it's a hard transition to get onto a different level with your parents or with anybody if they don't get you. Yeah. What I got from this was, uh, I think I, I've kind of come to this realization as well. Uh, Renee was talking about how her therapist told her that, you know, you can't like, he's not going to change her dad. So, either you know you're just gonna like be arguing all the time or you just can accept it and i feel like uh i got to that point with my dad so uh yeah don't uh expect old racist motherfuckers to change I guess. <laughs> that is for sure she also mentioned the the serenity prayers other than i thought well serenity now insanity later <laughs> uh- <laughs> which brings us to our next segment apparently lisa Someone wants to smoke with your boy, Ralphie here, who uh, is undefeated in Seinfeld trivia on this show. Trivia about the show about nothing? Apps on Google Play? How the fuck am I going to... Well, I guess you have to do it now, Lisa. (laughs) As soon as I saw that, I'm like, great, this this is probably not something he can get on his iPhone. I'm guessing this is going to be another dig on me. I just, uh, I glanced at it and I was like, oh, it's like a Google link. I won't look at it till, you know, I can uh, do it on the show. And now I'm looking at it and it's like an app for a fucking Android phone or something. No, <laughs> thank you. It's probably going to give me a virus. Okay. You have plenty of viruses to go around. Don't worry about it. Hit them up on Tinder, though, guys. <laughs> guys. Are we really going to do this trivia right now? Because I really didn't even download it. Uh, we don't have to. It sounds like you're already making excuses. Yeah, I am. I'm totally going to fail. <laughs> totally going to smoke you. You kidding me? All right. It's on. We're going to do it. Not today, but <laughs> we will do. And if Nina Hartley wants to get back in on this, you know, at Brittany, she's also big into Seinfeld. We need to get all of our big Seinfeld heads on here and do a real head-to-head I said head way too many times. Okay, so they also talked a little bit about confrontation. And this is kind of when the show kind of started to unravel. <laughs> but I I can't imagine someone saying I live for confrontation or whatever Allison's friend said. I avoid it at all costs. I hate it to the point where it's, I mean, I need to stick up for myself, but I don't. And I don't speak up and I don't blah, blah, blah. But people that i imagine there are people that are the exact opposite that actually enjoy it which is crazy but somewhere in the middle would be nice just to confront the things that you have to confront and not let things go i know you don't like confrontation either correct that's correct <laughs> but how do you feel about thumb holes in your shirt <laughs> i don't Okay, so <laughs> women are always complaining about how oh boy, their clothing go. doesn't have pockets or the pockets are tiny in their jeans or whatever. Uh, what about us dudes who can't get any fucking finger holes? Am I right, dudes? Uh, I'm uh, guessing Allie Ward's boyfriend probably has finger holes in his clothing. He looks like the type. Well, I was going to say, if you like shop at Hot Topic, I'm sure we can find something with <laughs> finger holes in them. <laughs> Uh, shout out to my ravers who are into that kind of thing. Ravers go to Hot Topic? What? Am I lost? Um, okay, really quick about finger holes in clothes. I I know that 
when you wear like a sweatshirt a lot, you'll end up getting one there by accident from just the wear and tear. So I remember people having that a long time ago just because then it's just like, oh, this is, I just thought it was kind of like, oh, well, people just did it before. And so now it's like become a fashion. I don't know. I can understand you want to keep your sleeves down. It's like wearing stirrup pants, I guess. You don't want your clothes to come flying off when you're running or doing yoga. uh, I remember the first time this came up and she asked Renee what the deal was with the finger holes. And Renee said, it uh, keeps your paws warm. And I was like, I think it's odd that she calls (laughs) hands paws, but I also kind of found it endearing. I Um, only call hands paws if someone has like man hands. I'm like, look at those meaty paws. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god uh for mother's day my mom wanted to go to a buffet at a casino and (laughs) they had lobster and of course i get a whole one oh my gosh and i told my sister i was like check it out i'm like man hands and then i just ripped that lobster in half (laughs) did she get it yeah my sister loves seinfeld she could probably uh, on it she could probably do pretty well let's do this i don't think i I, I don't want to bring my real life into this show, no, though. Okay. She doesn't need you to. You don't want your worlds colliding. But this also goes back exactly. to, the, to the jeopardy and having family members or wife and husband against each other. It could just be the two of you head to head. I already said head to head again. Two of you going at it. <laughs> Seinfeld. Uh, who do you think would win, Lisa? Me and uh, my sister, uh, Mano Abaldo. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the uh, Baldo course, in this equation? <laughs> <laughs> I would defeat her easily because I have not met one person me, that come can on. beat me in Seinfeld trivia. Okay. What, what, we need to do this. We need... I'm going to get... Okay. I'm going to get a trophy made. This is happening. It's happening. <laughs> is it going to be a few silly Jerry? Oh, my God. Otherwise, it has I don't to be. want your it stinking ha- trophy. Do you know that i looked up how to make one like i was going to do that once (laughs) okay lisa it's funny you mentioned that because for your gift that i sent you not the one that i just sent you but whatever i sent you the last time which i don't remember when that was i bought two boxes of fusilli (laughs) one to to make a statue with and one to eat (laughs) obviously and uh I, I borrowed my friend's hot glue gun oh and then my I gosh. just could not, I just lacked the motivation to do it. <laughs> uh, it was a rough time at the time. Aww. So Well, I looked up uh, a long but, time ago to do the same thing. I didn't buy the stuff, but I looked up like just some directions or at least a picture because I thought, I mean, I've got a lot of glue guns and Fusilli is like a dollar a box. So that's an easy, easy thing to try and do. Okay. So we need maybe the next group recording. Maybe we need to have a Seinfeld themed party. And trivia contest. Okay, first of all, I can't wait that long. <laughs> Second of all, I have to prove my dominance. Okay, uh, I got gotcha. like, you. Like Kramer in the dojo. Okay. And Karate. also, got it. This is this is the motivation that I needed because I will make a few silly Jerry trophy. Okay. For the Seinfeld trivia champ, if you want some smoke, uh, go ahead and hit us up one eight hundred two two three nine seven nine seven. Throw your name in the ring. And I will dominate you as well. <laughs> um, okay. Maybe. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. The group recording can be like the tournament of like all. But okay. We need to get this going. We need to knock people okay, out. Maybe we just need like you against one person. And then we'll see, you know, like we'll work through the people. I feel like I'll just let all you people go at it. Oh, and then I'm like, oh okay. I'm like m bison at the end like you gotta work your way through these underlings before you even attempt to go at it with me but back to the show that we're here to discuss ray oldhofer either was trying to be funny or he's a fucking moron which is it why would they design clothing that holds kleenex and why the why would the whole No. Line up no, with your thumb. None of it adds up. For starters, old ladies that did that do that, I don't think are still doing that because they're dead. And then I don't think anyone's doing that anymore. And if you put it in there, you could just put it up your sleeve. Why do you need a hole through your thumb? No. Ray Oldhofer, you're dumb. <laughs> 
My thoughts exactly. Yeah. It was a million and one chance. Okay. So, shall we talk about JMO Confessions? Yes. Okay. JMO Confessions. For starters, <laughs> we're starting to get some people that are just sending in non-mos, which is what we had a problem with before. But... That could be people who don't have Twitter because I, right. I saw someone on Facebook saying good because now they can sense him in. But again, so maybe she needs to open it up on Facebook to send in JMOs there also so that people can get their name read because now you're taking away what people send it in for. So hear their name. I mean, come on. <laughs> but the confessions is to the people that really want to send in JMOs that are, you know, and I've, I'm starting to come up with, with some, but I need to kind of, I'm still letting the dust settle on that because I, I don't want to just jump right in there. But I do, it's nice that maybe when they send it in on Facebook, they could say, hey, say my name. It's this, this doesn't have to be a confessional. I don't know. This might be getting too convoluted, but. Word to Destiny's Child. <laughs> um, <laughs> shit. I, I, what were we talking about? J Mo's and names. Confessions. Oh, yes. We need to, uh, apparently you, what you want this form to be is like JMO's after dark kind of thing. Right. But it's like, it really is like a confessions because I don't want, nobody wants to, nobody knows who it is. Allison says that she can see who sends it in. So technically she will know. But Trice, I think said that you can just send in an anonymous, a different email. So I haven't actually gone into this yet to do this. Even though, obviously, my JMO was the big turd one. <laughs> Everybody knows. Jesus. <laughs> um, okay, so shout out to Trice for creating this thing. Correct. But definitely no shout out. I'm not going to shame anyone. I'm not going to say who I think sent this in. Mm. But the person spitting on their toilet paper. <laughs> uh, boy, you've got some issues. Have you heard of a sink? Have you heard of the bathtub? <laughs> I, you know, I've heard that in pornographic films, oh. people are spitting all over mm-hmm. uh, to lubricate things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, uh, me and Megan also talked about this. Well, if I'm you're sure. going to eat the groceries, that's one thing. Oh. Putting your mouth on genitals, that's perfectly fine. But when you start spitting, uh, I don't know what I have against spit. Apparently, maybe I'm just a prude. This is fucking disgusting. Well, don't spit has spit. a lot of germs. Plus, there's water you can just... Plus, there's baby wipes you can buy, but don't flush them. Right. That's the other thing is don't go flushing your wipes, even if they say flushable. They're right. not. Right. I know. Daniel um, is apparently um, responsible for... And if anybody wants to Google that... <laughs> Yeah, aren't they called like fat burgers or something? Uh, there's some sort of burger and it's not in and out. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's some sort of like gross. patty that is formed because of these flushable quote unquote wipes. Disgusting. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but don't spit on toilet paper. Fucking gross. <laughs> but you're not shaming anybody. Of course not. Right. And the big turds, way to go. Uh, lucky you, I guess. Maybe you have a really tight butthole or maybe. You take really big dumps. So that's another bravo to you. Uh, I know this harkens back to our episode about the poop knife, which we've talked about many times. So go back and listen if you want to hear about people that use knives to cut up their big giant turds. Sorry if anyone's eating. Dr. Jen, I know sometimes you eat while you're listening. (laughs) Maybe I should have a disclaimer. Also, we learned that Allison... While she doesn't like confrontation in life, she is a confrontational cheerser. And I don't look people in the eye when I cheers because I have a hard time looking people in the eye in general. So doing that feels like, for starters, I'll probably spill it myself because I'm a fucking klutz. But do you look at people in the eye when you cheers? I look to make sure I'm going to clink and that I'm not spilling or breaking anything or knocking something over. I don't know. It seems very like domineering. <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up because I wanted to talk about this and what this led to. But I also am looking at the glass because maybe this is an irrational fear. Uh, Also, I'm not great with eye contact, but 
Mm. I'm afraid, especially if it's like a champagne mm. flute or like some dainty glass, I'm afraid that we're just going to like fucking hammer them together and it's going to explode. I'm going to get like a shard of glass in my jugular. It's a bloodbath soaked with alcohol and then, you know, it's it's a fucking disaster. So like I'll look at the glass, do the do a good little clink. And then I like look up. But by that time, everyone's like ready to drink. Sounds um, like you are ready. So there's that for uh, David Burke's Life is a Party book, Mr. Champagne Flute and Tiramisu. <laughs> uh, don't you drink mimosas out of a champagne flute? Yeah. Are you making it? Yeah, that's more fancy, right? I'm me. Well, what? I'm saying. Do I? Yeah, of course. <laughs> do you just have uh daniel's big gulp cup and you just dump the whole oh my bottle God, in that's a dream that's like mother's day hell yes <laughs> um uh, what well, that way you can drink in public right lisa yeah because that's what's holding me back is concealing it <laughs> no i have to drink out of a proper glass because it doesn't taste the same i don't i would rather not drink than not drink uh, double negatives now i'm getting confused yeah no Proper glass. And then what did this lead into? Talk about... Was it Daniel's Rolo JMO? No. Because, but then he's like, or is it just what the fuck is up with this or whatever? I'm like, yes, that you need that segment because that's a segment I thought we needed to have is what's the deal with, which would have been on our Seinfeld <laughs> podcast, which is non-existent. But this one, since we turn it into Seinfeld all the time, but what's the deal with is exactly all of these like observational jmos which is kind of what it turned into but yeah rollos uh renee apparently rollo yolo all right what 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 did it turn into what else i monopoly game do something with with food monopoly game and then allison was talking about collecting lean cuisine bucks which is like one of the most depressing things i've ever heard uh no was there something about food or Oh, at restaurants let's uh, see they're cheersing shit. oh cheersing at restaurants uh they ordering on the menu two guys oh, that one yes. yes yes so do you or if someone orders the thing that you had your eye on would you also order the same thing i would uh i it, it de- well it depends the same as what renee said where she's like "Ooh, twinsies i probably would say something lame like that <laughs> Ooh, look at us great minds <laughs> but if it's like my daughter or my husband will say like, oh, let's pick something else so we can like share because we both want the same thing. But like, let's share something. So we'll pick something different. But it would never be like, oh, I'm ashamed. We're picking the same thing. I'd be like, oh, cool. Uh, you just reminded me really quick of uh, a time a lady came up to me at a restaurant and said, we're twins. And I said, <laughs> what? <laughs> and she said, we're wearing the same shirt. <laughs> boy was i relieved get that bro (laughs) (laughs) um so here's here's my thoughts on this i think it is more of a male thing where it's like what i i was gonna order that and then i'll go so fucking order it so so you're more at home with your masculinity i well here's my thoughts if if we order the same thing then great and if we don't then we can share so Either way, it works out. But also, I heard that what you should do on like a first date, especially or like in an early date, is order the exact same things so you both have the same experience. Oh, that's cute. But then also, you could do the same if you just share the food. It's still the same thing. True. So people just order whatever the fuck you want. Like chicken salad on toast. Oh, fuck. I forgot the order. (laughs) Chicken salad. Um on rye was it rye on rye on rye toasted with potato salad with potato salad pasta salad and a cup of tea i don't with i and a cup of tea (laughs) okay see i'm gonna get that fusilli trophy whether you like it or not Mm -hmm. okay well i think that is a good place to end it on the ass man (laughs) also I, not a shout out, but uh, Peggy Lipton passed away over Mother's Day weekend, and that is so sad to me. She's from Twin Peaks. Fucking Norma, shout out to you. And uh, if you want to be on this show, I went from Ass Man to Peggy Lipton. What the hell? <laughs> okay. 
If you'd like to be on the show, email bfancast at gmail.com. We'll try and squeeze you in because, you know, we're fucking busy and stuff. And follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me at BFF Lisa Lowry. I haven't been on Twitter or Facebook for uh, a minute, but um, I'll be back on there. So hit us up. Lil Rafi, where can we find you? You can find me at RMCGS on Instagram. And I know he'll be back on Twitter because he'll want to send in his JMO confessions. BFFs, you're the best. Thank you and good night. Yeah, I can get behind Speedway, same event.